Welcome back to an all new episode of Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and I'm really excited for this episode because you have all listened to Nana's story. Right now, I am going to call Nana on the phone and have her respond to your responses of the episode. Some of you have even spoken to Nana on the phone. You messaged me and you're like, listen, I really want to speak to your grandmother. She is inspiring me so much. And I put you guys on the phone with her. And that has been an incredible experience for many of you. Well, right now I'm going to dial my grandmother's number. Here we go. You are listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in to this show because that means that you want to succeed in life and you do not want to fail. Many of us go through such difficult challenges in life, and it's up to us not to fall victim to them. It's up to us to rise above it and to succeed. I sit down with people who have gone through real big struggles and show that they overcame them and are super successful today. It's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. Hebrew Hits is presented by TMC. Well, right now I'm going to dial my grandmother's number. Here we go. Hello? Hi, Nana. How are you? Good. How's everything with you? Good. Yeah? You had a good day today? Yeah. That's awesome. Nana? Yeah? Guess what? What? You're getting married. <laughs> Amin! Amin. But no, I am not right now. That's not why I'm calling. I'm calling you because oh. you are on the radio right now with me. And I am here to share with you... The responses that people sent me in from the episode, I'm going to read them to you so that you can share your response to their responses. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So I hope I called at a good time, Nana. Yeah. Okay. So I am going to go into my gallery and I'm looking at all the screenshots that I have. So for the first one, Moshe from Teaneck says... Malia, this was an amazing episode. The whole family listens to it in the car, and we can't wait for the sequel. What do you have to say to Moshe from Teaneck? Wow. It's not only wow. Like, you know, I'm surprised that they're so interested. Okay, Nana, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay, so this message comes from Gita. She lives in Israel, and she says, Hi, Malia. I've been meaning to message you for a while. I really enjoyed your, your interview with your grandmother and actually implemented something I learned from her. I was thinking about how she spoke about food and, being, and feeling happy. I realized that although I was always against giving my daughter a snack on the five minutes journey home from school in order not to ruin her appetite for lunch, it was more important that she should be in a good mood. So I started bringing her snacks for the, for the quick trip home. Thanks. What do you have to say to Gita in Israel who started giving her daughter some more food because that's what you say in, in, in part of your life. You know, part of your story is if you're fed, you're happy. Yeah, you, you, you can't be without food. Food is what makes everybody happy. If it's a little something, you know, just to tide the person till they get home, that's all right. But when, when I was in in the Jewish hostel. I never got food till I went 
when I went home, I had to wait till they gave me, gave me the food because I couldn't eat what they were eating. Don't even remember right now if I wrote what they, they would eat. And I couldn't eat it, you know. So it, it meant I had to wait for a long time. So I told the lady in there, I said, you know, I cannot eat the food like this kind. Please give me something else, even plain a piece of bread and a cup of coffee, I will be satisfied. So she said, oh, no, you can't eat like that. You, you will wither away. Mm. But I got to her and I told her, you know, it's not that. It's the, when you come home straight from, from school, you're just tired with everything. You just can't sit and think of what you have to eat when you see what the others are eating. Right. And, you know, in the hostel, you don't get the best of food. You eat whatever is there for you. And we couldn't complain, you know. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, it's very ho- horrific to, to know what you've been through. Um, but could you believe that a lady now started giving her daughter an extra snack because of what she heard in the episode from you? Wow. Yeah, it's good. But whatever it is, so long as the girl is happy. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, because food is what makes every everybody happy. Exactly. Food is yeah. food is the way to go. Uh huh. If you're satisfied with your tummy, really, you'll be satisfied. You can think better, you know. Yeah. And you'll be glad to do things. I love that. How to say? We never have the in the hostel. It's always there's a time when the food comes in the in the evening, and you have to wait till they you know, make the food and we never get the meal till about six o'clock. I don't even remember, honestly, Mm -hmm. what time it is, unless I wrote it in the thing, you know. But uh, you have to wait. Right. So you're saying the snack would help so that you're not starving. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Thank you so much, Nana, for that response. I have a response right now from David, who lives in Indiana, And he says, Malia, it was such a pleasure hearing your story. Your podcast was so amazing. Your grandmother touched my heart and it truly meant so much to me in so many ways. It was the perfect message that I was requiring, especially after what I had gone through earlier this week. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast about your grandmother. What do you have to say to David? David, well... Everybody in life, sometimes there, there are things we have to be patient till it improves. Not not everybody, uh, how to say, sits and say, I, I want a dish of ice cream. And plum, it comes from the sky. Yeah. We, we never had that, you know. You want to eat, you want, you have to make your food in, in those times. It wasn't easy. Maybe the mother was not well. She had most, so she had to have help, you know. Right. But uh, in the long run, it always pays to help. You help anybody. You're living in the house. You're part of the house. You have to learn to help everyone so that each one can eat and be healthy. 
So I think that he was saying that you're, he had a hard week and listening to you talk really inspired him to just, feel, like it just helped him feel better. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. know, it, it's very seldom that everybody in life has it easy. And some people who have it easy, they don't know that they have it easy. You know, they think it's hard, and uh, why am I in, in, in this in this thing? You know, we are not poor. We are kind of okay. And here we are living like we are poor people. No, you, you live like you are, how to say, someone who has to think, like, where will the next meal come from? Yeah. Not that you, you, are, you are poor, but one never knows, you know. You may have food today, but tomorrow, God forbid, there, you know. War time was always like that. You never knew what would Aye. happen. Exactly, and that's why I'm like, I'm happy I interviewed you, and it's just so crazy about the wartime. Like, people really don't know so much about it. Um, and the fact that you didn't even have food, you didn't even know if you were going to have food the next day. That's, like, so wild. Nana, the next person, did you want to say something or no? No, I wanted to say that you'd remember when my mom was in the bathroom, and uh, who was that? One of uh, one of the kids came home. The girls, I think Auntie Daisy, and she's banging on the bathroom door, and she said, "You know, Mom, what's there to eat? There is nothing in this house." And the lady who heard it went home, and she didn't say anything. And the next day, she came back and brought cans of food for them to eat. Wow. Yeah. Was this during the war, or this was after the war when you were in California? No, I think it was during the war. Wow. That's so special that somebody would share her food during the war. Yeah. Life was, you know... In front of people, we tried the best to show that, oh, we were well off and all that, you know. Yeah. Nobody knew that we had tough time. Well, I think everybody had a tough time, Nana, if it was during the war. Yeah, but not not like that. See, our family was known as the Sahib family. means, oh, they're very well off and all that, you know. The the Sahibs were well off people. Mm-hmm. The family, great family, great grandfathers, and all were not poor people. But during the war, something overwhelmed upside down, and the rich became poor. Wow. And the poor became in worse shape. Can you imagine? In worse if, shape, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, wow. If, if the rich became poor, then can you imagine the poor? What happened to them? They depended on the, how to say, the benevolence of people who would give them food or anything. If they had anything that's with them extra, they would share it with the poor. Wow. Yeah, it, 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 it was not a good time. But no, and that's why I'm happy that you shared your story. As I said again, people are inspired. That's why I'm, I'm sharing the responses with you. Are you ready for the next response? Yeah. 
This is from Mendy from Teaneck. He says, thank you, Nana, for sharing your story. Captivating, emotional, meaningful, historical, real. The only bad part is now we have to wait to find out what happened next. Great job, Molly of <laughs> Yeah. What do you think about that response? Very good. Yeah. It was cute that he's like waiting for the next one. Another one. Now, I don't know who this is from because one of my siblings sent it that someone they work with is like a huge fan of the show. And um, she says she absolutely loved your episode with Nana and she would really, really love to meet you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? You know, Malia, I don't like people feeling sorry for me. No, it's not sorry. It's an they 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 they, you're inspirational to them. It's not feeling sorry for you. It's the opposite, Nana. Oh, that's good. They look at you as a someone who went through the war and is smart and has a lot of good things to say. Yeah, we we survived. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Now, the next one is from someone from, her name is Cheryl from the Five Towns. She said, I never knew these details, and I visited both Burma and Japan. There were no guides there to talk about the Jews. She said, thanks to you and your grandmother for sharing these stories. The world needs to know. Yeah. Of course, nobody speaks about it, you know. We are brought up in a way that we we are embarrassed to say that we had no food to eat. You know, people would look at you like, what the hell are you talking? Yeah. Crazy. But it you wasn't know? your fault. It was the war. Yeah, but we. St- but still, th- there were organizations that used to give food to poor people. But we didn't want to go to them and say, you know, we have no food to eat. Can you give us some food? Right. Because there were people who were worse than us, wow. who had nothing. So we figured, you know, we are better at this. We have a little something we can manage. Wow. We never like to go put a hand out. You know? It's true. Not, not that we were proud. No. We're not used to it. Right. We, we, we knew that if you didn't have, you stayed without. And we never made demands that we could get something. And we couldn't. Like it's not... We were not able to get it, and we wouldn't say to ourselves, well, I want that. Mm, right. Because we knew you can't get it. So that's we true. never thought like that. And that's what kept us happy, you know? Yeah. And not angry that we didn't have this or didn't have that. Nana, like, I don't even know how to respond to what you're saying because, like, it's so hard to really... I mean, you're telling me about the war... And I still, I, I've never lived it. So it's so hard for me to comprehend, you know, which leads me into my next response, which maybe you can give us a little bit of, um, you know, you can just tell me what you think about this response. So Nate from Brooklyn tells me our generations cannot even comprehend what people like your Nana went through. And I think he's totally right. What do you think? She's absolutely right. Because people who, who don't go through whatever, like, we went through during the Second World War, will not appreciate, like, how we went through. If we didn't have anything, like, if we never had milk in the morning, 
he said, oh, well, there's no milk. And we would try not to say it loud because one day, I think I told you this, that Auntie Daisy told Mommy once, she was, she was in the bathroom, Mommy, there's absolutely nothing to eat in this house. So this lady, she was coming to learn dressmaking with my mother and Auntie Hildegard. She went, when she went home, she brought cans of food to give. And my mom was kind of embarrassed, you know, that she should hear that there was no food in the house because we never let anybody know that really we have no food. Right. But I don't know why your mom was like, felt that way if you're in a war people know it's not you it's that you're in a war you're you need people need to help each other right but the thing is it was difficult because we came from a family that was supposed to be uh you know i tell you it's the that you know the arabic meaning of the words the is like sir in arabic so if you can't be sir somebody and be at the same time asking for food. But later on, I think somebody, I don't know, that lady that was in the bathroom, yeah. when she heard it, then she brought cans of food. And we told her, no, 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 we don't want it. She said, you know, I know, I know that you guys, you know, can't afford it. Because she heard Daisy saying, like, or somebody saying there was no food in the house. But wow. thank God, we passed those times. You know, once Auntie Hildegard started to work and Auntie Daisy did shorthand and typing and she got a job. And once she got a job, she got me a job very easy. They told her, there's someone like you, bring the person. And I, she brought me and the man was very happy. He said, bring someone like your mom. Another right. person who was in the office listening to the boss. He said, bring someone. He told my boss, he said, this girl about me, give her to me to work for me in my office. And the boss said, no, pick someone else, don't pick her. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny time. You know, everybody, they knew we were hardworking. Yeah. Listen, you, you definitely lived a life, that's for sure. Yeah. Do you feel that you lived a life? figured that when the man pays us our money, or what should I say, our earning, he will know that his money is well spent, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that we are doing a good job. Yeah. And he said, he said, you know, they're very hard working people. They don't just sit and do nothing. Because if I had, I finished my work, I would tell the boss. You know, I don't have anything to do. Can you give me some other work? Yeah. And my friends used to say, you know, you're stupid. You have nothing. Pretend you are busy. I said, no, you can't do that. You're like cheating. You know. But some people, when they stay in the, in the job, they want it easy. Because, Nana, you're honest. You're an honest person. So you want to work for your money. Exactly. I, they always would tell me, you have someone like you. Bring them. Whoever yeah. used to come to my boss, they, 
they used to tell my boss, give me this girl and you, she will get you someone else. He said, no, don't touch her. You mm-hmm. want anybody else? That's great, Nana. That's amazing. Well, Nana, I have, I still have a lot more of the responses. I don't know how much longer you want to go for, but I have like a bunch. I'm not going to read every single one, but a bunch of people said, I just finished listening to this podcast. It's amazing. What a special lady Nana is. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm an ordinary person, Malia. I don't figure I'm a great lady. Nothing simple which we try to make the best in the worst of times. You know, that's how we got through life. Yeah. You know, you try to do the best you can when things don't go the way you want it to go. It was hard. Right. But, uh, you know, we never showed anybody that we couldn't afford it that we didn't eat today, nothing. We would never show anybody like that. Wow. Yeah. I have one more, Nana. You ready for one more? Okay. Okay, so Nana, this one I'm actually going to leave anonymous. I do have a voice note from this lady, but I don't feel comfortable sharing her voice note. So I'm just going to repeat over what she says to me in this voice note. She says to me that she was going through a really, really hard day. Somebody at work was being really, really, really nasty to her. And she was having a very hard time with it. And then she decided, you know what? I'm going to listen to Molly's episode with her grandmother. And in the episode, you talk about let it go, let it go, let it go. Like, don't harp on things. If it, Don't let things get to you too much. And you explain how to let things go. Um, and she said it changed her entire day. She felt so much better. And she literally was crying to me in this voice note. And it was so... Like, I felt so good. I was like, I can't believe you listened. I'm so happy that you listened because it touched you in such a real way. So, Nana, what do you have to say to this woman? I would say she did a good thing. Let it go. Because people sometimes, like, you know, they get enjoyment when they hurt someone else. They don't think they are hurting people. You know, oh, I just said so-and-so. It was nothing. I didn't mean it. Some people get hurt. You know, mm-hmm. but they should just plain let it go. Don't don't worry or even to tell the woman, you know, what you said was kind of mean and I'm very hurt with it. Because if you do that, then she will say, ah, like, I didn't, I barely said anything and she's upset. So don't tell anybody. Right. Like what she did is a wrong thing. Just let it go and you'll be better for it. You'll okay. see in the long run, you'll be better. You won't let anything like that to bother you for nothing. Yeah, I love Even- that, Nana, because you always tell that to me. Whenever I tell you, like, if I call you up and I say, this thing happened, this bothered me, this person did this, and you're like, let it go. Like, don't let these things get to you, you know? Yeah, because if you dwell on it, it's going to make you very unhappy. Yeah. And do anything you can so that you will be happy. Things that make you happy to laugh is the best thing. Every time you have a chance to laugh, laugh. Okay, let's laugh together because now. <laughs> laughter, believe me, is good for the soul. The, yeah. the body loves it when somebody laughs, you know, loud. Some people can do that, laugh, you know, and enjoy laughing. But you, when you are with other people, you can't laugh like that. They think you're nuts. Right. 
but laughter is good for the soul. That's what they say, laughter is the best medicine. Yes, exactly. I love that. So, Nana, before yeah. we go, how did yeah. you enjoy creating these episodes with me? I know we sat down when you were in New York for a very long time, um, and we literally sat for hours and hours creating the episodes. How did you enjoy creating them with me? Very much. Because I think you are, you are very understanding, you know. And I am glad that you never went through in life what I went through during the Second World War, and I hope you will never go through hard times in your life. Amen. But everything should be easy by Hashem. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yes, amen. Because like that, you will turn around and try to help some person who's, who's really in bad shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either it's one of, either it's one of your siblings maybe is having a hard time and can't concentrate, give a hand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Try to be understanding because not everybody are happy-go-lucky. Right. Some people, yeah, some, some are not happy and you can tell it on the face. By looking at the person, they may try to put a good face in front of you, mm -hmm. but they are really, they're sad inside. It's true. So thank but you so much for that wisdom. Yeah. Only, I would wish you only happiness, Madhya. Amen. Thank You're you. You're a nice, decent person. And I hope one day you find a good, decent guy. Amen. Thank you so much, Nana. Amen. And the other thing I want to ask you is, how did you enjoy listening to the recordings? Once we finished the episodes and they aired, um, how did you enjoy listening to them? Oh, I enjoy it. I know Auntie Lana said she listened to them with you. Yeah, it brings back memories, you know. Is it fun to hear your own voice? Yeah, I never did hear them. <laughs> I'm saying I listen to them now, but I never before thought I, I would hear my voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't hear my voice. I'm, right. I'm like a, a nobody, you know what I mean? I, d I don't feel like I'm anybody important. I'm just an ordinary person. Well, Nana, That's to this day, over 500,000 people have heard your story. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's wild. Thank you, Malia. You're That's welcome. all depends on because of you, Malia. Well, my podcast thing got a lot of people listened, but also the Zev Brenner Network. It's a network in, the, in New York, um, and he hosted the show he's like I want to put the show on the radio so now my Hebrew Hits episodes also air on Zev Brenner and he has a very very large audience which That's is amazing nice. and Nana for the last question how did yeah. you enjoy doing this episode responding to people's responses how cool is that it's nice but sometimes it's like uh, drinks Back memories. I was feeling I was going through the whole episode myself again. Mm -hmm. You know, because in in those times. Is it good or is it bad to bring back the memories? It's good to bring back the memories. I could laugh with it, but at that time we never laughed because when we were hungry, there was no food. You know, right. people. 
the lady who came to the house and originally heard, she couldn't bring us fresh food. So she went and brought cans of food and gave it to us. And we were never, ever eaten from cans. But we had no choice. We ate from cans and we were satisfied. Wow. That lady was, that lady was very good. Wow. Nana, I, I love this. That lady was amazing too. She was a shaliach from Hashem who, who was sent to you. Um, to make sure yeah. that you guys don't starve. Now, what is the last thing that you want to say to end off this beautiful, wonderful series? Oh, that I hope that whoever goes through hard times always knows that one day there's a silver lining. That Hashem will one day have someone, a friend of theirs or anybody, that would gradually, you know, befriend them and try and get them out of the, the uh, I don't know what's the word, the dump that they are in, to, to pull, pull them up, that they shouldn't dwell on hard times alone, because it doesn't stick all the time. Times change. And that I hope if anybody goes through times like we did, that they would get over it and thank Hashem. And wow. thank everybody who ever helped them, you know, wow. to go through it. Wow, because I love some, that. Yeah, because sometimes it's not easy, you know, when you, you, you have nothing. If I told you that if I had a dress, I stayed with the dress, one dress, all the time, wash and wear, wash and wear, you know. And I never told my mom. I know, I, I heard that. And yeah. you never told your mom what? That I was always with one dress. People well, know didn't you have two I'm... dresses, but you gave one away to another girl that didn't have any? Yeah. Yeah. When I, funny is when I first went to the hostel, you must know that people who were in that hostel were all poor people. Okay. I'm saying poor. So the first day that I went to the hostel to live because my parents went back to Burma and I wanted to finish the last year of my schooling before I left because Burma during the war was not settled. So I would have no education. So they left me in in, in Calcutta so that I, in the Jewish hostel so that I would finish that one year and go back to my parents in, in Burma. So... What was I talking about? You're talking about, I think, the dress, right? With all the poor girls who oh, gave yeah. the dress? The dress. Not only that I had only one dress, but when we had a party, someone said, you know, I have no dress. Can I have to wear that dress? I'm thinking to myself, but that's the only dress that I could wear. You know? But you say, boo or bad, the person already has a dress on the body. Oh. You know, they never had the chance to have anything good their way. So you were okay Both with her wearing it for you, instead of you? <laughs> yeah. Because once it was on that body, I didn't want it back. <laughs> you know. And you never got the dress back? No. Oi, that's sad. Yeah, that's I, had, I had a, a coat once, and... Uh, one girl told me her, her sister 
sick, she got fever. Can you let her use your coat, my sweater? So I give her the sweater, and that was it. They never saw it back again. Oi, this is not good. I, did, I didn't like that because that one was made for me by Auntie Hildegard. You know, she knitted it all through the thing. But, you know, it is very sad. When people loan something, they don't they know they got to give it back. I know. That's, that's horrible. This is why some people don't loan things, because they know they never get it back. Yeah. I think that is not nice. You know? Mm. Because Auntie Hildegard told me once, where's the coat? You, I never see you wear it. I told her, I said, don't be annoyed. I said, that coat, I lent a girl who was sick, and that was it. I never saw it again. Oh, Whatever. Yeah. I tried to do a mitzvah. Yeah. That's okay. So let, leave us with, with one thing, one more thing that's positive, and then we're going to end this episode. Okay. Life. Life is full of life. Know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. The main thing is always be happy. If you have any problem. Solve the problem and try all your life to be happy. Tell yourself if you are not happy for a minute that that will pass away. And you you be happy because that's what makes your life. Right. If you are happy, nothing will hurt you. Your, your laughter should be your joy. Come laugh talk with people and try to make jokes. Wow, don't I love that. Se- don't be too serious, Maria. Make jokes and laugh. And may you find somebody who will really be good and deserve you. You are a good neshama. That's what I really believe. Some people have it in them. Some people don't. You are a good soul. Thank you. And I hope, welcome, and I hope you enjoy life. You make the most, you know, of life. And all this will be happy. Amen. Amen, yes. Because that's the main thing in life. Yeah. When you are happy, everything goes well. Nana, your wisdom is is amazing. And everything, sorry, I cut you off. No, I was going to say that sometimes people always come and give you a mopping story and all that all the time. Don't go too much from people who are mopes, you know, who are mopers, who mop all the time. Good. Be laughing. Laughter will make your heart be full. And I wish you good luck. You're a good Nishama, really. Thank you so much, Amin. Thank you so much, Nana. I love that. I'm so excited for everybody to hear this. Um, So thank you so much, Nana. You'll help me end it. You just listened to the sixth episode of Nana's series. Well, we thought that episode five was going to be the last one. And I realized that so many of you sent me in beautiful responses. And I had to have Nana responding to them on air. So I set up this interview. And uh, here is episode six of Nana's series. You're listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia. Thank you so much for being here. 
If you liked what you just heard, please go share this episode with one person. If you share it with one person and if your friend shares it with another person, we will have this episode being shared around the world. And you can go check out HebrewHitsRadio.com. That is our website. Please leave a good review and don't forget to subscribe. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Nana, do you want to say something? You want to say bye-bye to the air? Yeah. Bye. Goodbye to everybody and to Mandia, who is so good. I love Mandia. She's a good host. She does everything beautifully. She's a good person. I wish you luck, Malia. Thank you. Amen.